0: Hi friends, I'm here as I wanted to give you a heads up and a content warning. In the latter half of the episode, we, the Golden Tree Adventuring Guild, get into a combat and Val really lets loose with Blind Sliver, so please be aware that there is some body horror in the descriptions of her spells. Please skip ahead if that content is not for you. There is a recap at the end of the episode, so you won't miss out on what happens but you won't have to hear the descriptions as again I really let loose and I apologize for those who choose to delve into the horror please enjoy this episode
1: Three brave adventurers from the Golden Tree Guild, and by that I of course mean Kaskaran, Checkers, and Mango. Yes, yeah. <laughs> have entered into a strange, relatively barren room labeled Dreams as you have gone through the mind palace slash mindscape of Leska Carter. Across the room, you see a recently pushed out of an arcane circle, jail, unclear exactly what it is, Valeska Carter, who you are here to rescue and help, who has been replaced by the spirit that also lives inside her brain? Is that <laughs> her mind? her
0: It's a palace. There's plenty of space. That's true. Yeah. This
1: sentence has so many aspects on it. There's a lot <laughs> going on, yes. Her Valkyrie. And in between you three and Val and Valkyrie, are three strange creatures. One, a strange amalgamation of differently-sized, unblinking eyes and kind of arm appendages that swirl all around it as it floats in the air. And it is flanked by two large creatures who are now kind of also turning around to lumber at you. They are large, probably seven feet tall, and whose skin appears to be moving with occasional pinpricks of almost like spines or of whatever the reverse of like a drop of paint going into a bucket would look like. But just emerging from them and kind of like then flowing and waving back into its body. The strange creature with too many eyes, too many arms, calls out, ah, more fuel for us to begin this war. And I'd like everyone to roll initiative, please.
0: Do I get advantage because I'm in my mind? It's my palace.
1: <laughs> Yes.
0: Hey. Hey. We're, we're going to get a lot of that. Right. Well, it's
1: my that. brain. It. It's all right. You'll need it. <laughs> I, checkers, have a 22. Castgrin has a five. <laughs> Val, in your own mind palace, with advantage, what did you roll?
0: Well, advantage helped me avoid the natural one.
1: Cool. Great. So a Mm, So a natural (laughs) two?
0: No, a four.
1: Oh, 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 oh. got it, got it, got
0: it. Vale doesn't have any bonuses.
1: That is going to be very funny. Uh, Okay. Oh, no. Checkers, please save us. Yeah. Ooh, this is going to be very interesting. At the top of the order, you hear this ringing voice call out. Go. I want them. Bring them to me. And you see the two large creatures slowly turn to move towards Checkers and Kaskrin. how close or how far away is Vakri from where we are? Vakri, I would say. Okay, let me let me reset the scene just really quick again. This whole room is fairly barren, other than a couple of bookshelves, and I'm kind of also imagining these are not big bookshelves. They are probably like half-sized, waist high or so. You know, two or three shelves max. But it's probably a max 60-foot room, so Vakri is probably 40-ish feet away from you. I'm imagining that there's kind of a straight line, almost a column in between the various bookshelves. So you have a pretty much straight shot, and they also have a straight shot at you. So I'm going to say about 40 feet away is where Vakri is, uh-huh. who is, again, kind of like being slowly like crushed by the weight and pain of these strange blue sparks and force. And Val is probably around the same distance away as well. And then the combatant's probably 30 feet away from you. I'm imagining that it's like kind of like a church almost.
2: Exactly. Where the pews are replaced by bookshelves. Yes, and great, great point. Valkyrie's like at the altar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what Checkers does is he springs into action as soon as he sees Valkyrie yell out, Now! he is, as an action, going to cast Summon Beast in order to get more frogs in the area. (laughs) (laughs) And this strange rotating arm eyeball person sees quote-unquote behind them (laughs) appears this flapping butterfly frog uh, appear in midair and lash out a tongue to try and grab them.
1: Well, hold on. Mm -hmm. This butterfly-winged frog, butterfly carrot. Please, use his given Christian <laughs> name on this podcast. Show yeah. him some Bil- respect.
2: Billiam, member of the Frogstack, appears you. behind this strange, unnamed creature and tries to grab them.
1: 19. Billiam's tongue lashes out, and it kind of passes through this creature, through its ephemeral eyeballs, through whatever. But just kind of at the last moment, Billiam's tongue... Uh huh. Boy, this is a... Dungeons and Dragons is a yeah. weird game. <laughs> Billiam's tongue <laughs> finds purchase okay. on the wrist nice. of one of the arms. Mm-hmm. And it is just barely kind of holding on, but is successfully restraining this creature. Oh, Perfect. Yeah.
2: You. And Billiam begins flapping as hard as he can, and the air <laughs> begins to heat up. As Billiam tries to drag this creature towards the circle where Valkyrie is. Okay. Billium has a 60-foot fly speed, and he is just trying to drag this creature as far as he can towards and potentially
1: into the circle. Okay. Give me a constitution saving throw for Billium. Okay. Natural one. No, oh, no, no. Yeah. Okay. One moment, please. Billium takes 16 points of necrotic damage. <laughs> as all of this energy You can see, and everyone can see, Billiam shudders. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll say I have no problem with him having dragged this creature into the thing. Uh It's not impeded by that. I'm imagining, like, because he was summoned here, so his body isn't really
2: here. But as soon as he touches this arcane circle, parts of him kind of begin to dissipate and just break off. yeah So like his wings start getting holes in them and like his like one of his foot feet disappear. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just tell like he's definitely not whole anymore and the energy can't and he doesn't really have as much energy to sustain him anymore.
1: It is, yes. I think that is a perfect way to put it because it is if he is being not unmade mm-hmm. but met by whatever the opposite. Of Billium is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it that way. And the Billium of yours uh-huh. does not like it upon its body. Yeah. As Billium
2: drags this creature into the circle, what happens to it? Or and To also, the creature? Yeah. And also what happens to Vakri?
1: Vakri is unaffected. And by that, I mean is still in great amounts of pain. Yeah. And the creature... This crackling light blue energy goes through it and all of its eyes, which I was imagining is kind of a reddish color, Mm -hmm. at least the pupil, all turn blue and begin to shine. (laughs) Did you think this would harm me? This is mine.
2: (laughs) I am this. Well, well, yeah, actually, I was really hoping it would.
1: (laughs) No, but... You should come over here. Come. Come, please. I want you to. I want you. I want you. Get over here. Does that answer your question, Jonathan? I
2: mean, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you'd like to do? I would love if Mango could go over and just start knocking over bookshelves in the hopes of trying to keep some of those bigger Mm seven-foot-tall guys from just charging at us.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's going to just knock it over and put it in the way. Perfect. On initiative count 20, something happens. Val, you have an unfortunate front row seat as you're getting your senses back. You see in front of you vokri doubled over in pain. You can tell almost m- even more pain than you were.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there is another surge of energy that... Racks him specifically with more damage. And you can tell that one hurt. You, Val, you aren't damaged by it, but you can feel a connection. Mm -hmm. And you don't feel all the way whole. In kind of the same way, Vakri's been gone for. A few weeks now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about that's not a... It wasn't a fun experience right. for Val. And now he's back. And it just is a reminder of what maybe you got used to, you mm-hmm. know? And it's a reminder of how you are still missing something. So, you know, if you were to break him out, you would have kind of your faculties back. Because right now your mind is your own, but it's messy. It's loud. So if you were able to get Valkyrie back, you feel like you could be kind of even more in charge of your own domain than you already are. Gotcha. But you also get the sense Valkyrie can't hold up to this for very long. He came in tired. So what I'm telling all of you in game terms, if at the end of three rounds, Valkyrie is still in this circle, bad things happen. And now, it is the strange eye creature's turn. Hmm. It is still, I presume, grappled by the frog. Yes. (laughs) The rapidly dissipating frog. Yeah. It calls out, bring me the small one. I want him first. And one of the large lumbering creatures moves to the bookshelf. And I'm treating that as like difficult terrain kind of deal. And is clearly starting to barrel down on you, checkers. Okay. As an action, it is going to do a smack, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, on Billiam. Its arms on the side that Billiam is all kind of extend outwards and around to almost like punch Billiam from several sides and just kind of crush him. Okay. Um. So it's going to roll an attack. 15 on the die. It's 14 points of damage to Billiam. So Billiam's
2: connection to this world was already really tenuous.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that... That th- doesn't. <laughs> yeah, those smacks, those punches just, like, shatter what Hold Billiam has, and he can, finishes
1: dissipating, and this creature finds itself no longer grappled. The creature almost holds up its hands disappointedly. Ah, what a waste. What a waste. Oh, well. I will take from the rest of you. And is going to turn a gaze to Valeska Carter as some of the crackling blue light extends out towards you. Natural one. Woo. Nice. Hey. It goes sailing over you. And it kind of... uh wrinkles its many brows in frustration. Now it is the thug who is closing down on checkers's turn. And it is going to step over the bookshelf. Hmm. It comes up to you. Because of the difficult terrain, I don't think it has the movement to also attack you. Nice. So now it is just this creature. As it gets closer, you can truly feel how imposing it is, but also there's this inexplicable feeling of volatility around it. Hmm. Of caged emotion. Mm -hmm. Like it could snap at any point. Like, if it had shoulders, it would be tensed. Uh (laughs) And it is just starting to bear down on checkers, and you know there is a second one also heading your guys' direction. Which, by the way, it's its turn right now. Uh. It is going to also double move and start moving up towards you guys but it also because of the bookshelf is not able to get all the way up it is probably we'll say another like 15 feet or so away from kaskrin and checkers
2: so there are two of these monstrosities that are kind of coming down towards us and then towards the back of the room there's Vleska, there's Vakri and there's the eye creature correct okay jeez Kaskrin yells towards Checkers, Go help Valeska! I'll try to pin these two down! He is going to charge up right towards the middle of them and try to get their attention (laughs) next to the bookshelf. So as he moves, he is going to, as a bonus action, harden the rock around him. And as he's running forward, it turns from this dull brown into like this washed-out green. He's going to go to one of these creatures, and he's going to cast Stone Fist, trying to punch one of them to get his attention. His arm magically hardens further, and he bashes the creature with his empowered punch. Okay. 17 to hit. That hits. That's going to be 17 points of damage (laughs) as Kaskrin hits him and stands in his way, trying to block his path checkers.
1: Val, a lot's going on. lot's going on. It is your turn. End of the order. What do you do?
0: Val, having just escaped searing pain from an arcane prison, is surprised and confused as to these creatures charging into her mind palace. Cass and Checker's Mango Billiam was here for a second. Here's <laughs> <Dear> sweet Billiam. <laughs> really just Dear popped sweet in. She's trying to orient herself in her own mind, which mm-hmm. is confusing <laughs> yep, in makes itself. Sense. Mm-hmm. But she turns and sees Bakri, and as she sees him enduring this pain, mm-hmm. she doesn't think about it. She casts Dispel Magic.
1: Okay. Roll me 4d10.
0: Oh, no. Okay.
1: Twenty five. Okay. What does it look like as Val tries to push against this? To, you know, kind of like assert herself over this mm-hmm. other magic and dissipate it in free of What what happens exactly?
0: For Val, it's not about exerting mm-hmm. herself onto another's magic, mm-hmm. but using her will and her Love for Vakri to pull him out, and it's, I guess, it's almost like a push and a pull mm-hmm. where she's mechanically the spell is pushing the arcane circle off of him mm-hmm. as she then also like pulls him towards her. Yeah, I love that because they should be one, like they should be together, oh. and like you almost like mm-hmm. see his like knees, like he gets like scraped forward on the ground towards the edge of the circle. Yeah,
1: I'm really imagining it immediately as like where you're opening up this barrier to let you guys be rejoined. Trying to create just enough space for that to happen. And you can feel it start to give, mm-hmm. but it's not quite enough. This is a lot of magic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um...
0: Where is Val in relation to the eyes and arms?
1: You're probably 10, 15 feet away, Tops.
0: Val will battle trigonometry where she's still close to Vakri, mm-hmm. but is as far away as possible from eyes and arms.
1: Mm-hmm. Top of the order. A couple things happen. First, the battle is split in two. One creature... ...that is bearing down on checkers after having received an order to bring the small one to me. I want... I want it. Kaskrin has come around, trying to get this thing's attention, trying to free up checkers to move around... ...while another large lumbering creature bears down. On the other side, Vakri is still trapped in this arcane circle as Val is trying to open up space... ...trying to reconnect as this strange eyes-and-arms creature looms... First, I'm going to roll a d6. Next, it is Checkers' turn. Checkers, what do you do? You have a large creature bearing down on you. You have a a grid right near you. There are empty bookshelves everywhere, and there's also a horrible eye creature.
2: What would you like to do? Am
1: I right next to this creature? Has it already... Oh, yes. Okay. okay. (laughs) Oh, very much so. Okay.
2: Val, what's going on with the circle? How do we stop it? Destroy it. Hit it.
0: Do anything to break him out.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Distinctly not
1: helpful Val. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> yeah. did a big ol' hmm and yeah. then made direct eye contact right. with me, the dungeon uh, master.
2: I tried that. But I'm dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do damage to the circle. Yeah, true. You just floated over it. Yeah. It was okay. Not uh, so good.
2: Like, uh, do I have to disengage? <laughs>
1: um Or take it. Be a hero. Yeah. What right. would the world's best adventurer do? Hmm. Mm, mm, I don't like. Thorn that. whip the yeah. circle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mango's gonna run over mm-hmm. and just start
1: punching the circle. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, mango. Uh, mango, yeah. go. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> punching. That's the verb. <laughs> yeah. That's the verb <laughs> to describe anything that Mango has ever done. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he he flops over and lays down on the circle to try and like Squishy. knock it prone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does a slam upon it. Another natural one. Wow. Oh no. Uh,
1: Mango heroically starts charging across the battlefield, leaping back and forth, you know, maneuvering all the good things. And as he approaches the circle and kind of makes a menacing fist, one frog fist to do to do a punch. He is instinctually repelled by the circle. Okay. Where he can't attack it. But there's just that moment where it is so unnatural, especially for someone like Mango, who is has his own stuff going on and is also a natural creature. It is repellent to him.
2: Checkers is going to do a backflip. <laughs> Finger guns away. As an action surge, I'm going to disengage. Okay, great. And I'm going to disengage from this beefy person in front of me and hop onto a nearby bookshelf Mm -hmm. to try and get away from this creature. Into the middle of the room, away from them. As in my action... I'm gonna resummon billion.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't, okay. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. Go,
2: go ahead. What what happens, I, Jonathan? I need more
1: frogs <laughs> in
2: my life. Um.
1: So when you, you don't have you don't have Junior. So. Right. Yeah.
2: I just I feel incomplete without the full three frog stack yeah. in the room. You trying to put Billiam on top of your head. Yeah. It's just <laughs> not really working. He's not the same size. But um, as this big creature is just kind of looking at me backflipping away from
1: him to try and get away. And you can tell it is so upset mm-hmm. that you are getting away.
2: Right. A very spherical frog just <laughs> smacks into him from behind. Fifteen to hit. That's a hit. Ten points of bludgeoning
1: damage. I am so sorry. Uh... As a reaction, <laughs> Stop my frogs! Uh, it's going to make an attack against Billium uh, with its uh, spite and anger-fueled self. Mm-hmm. Twelve to hit. That thankfully misses. Okay. What you see, instead of one of its big kind of like meaty fists reach out, mm-hmm. the strange kind of like shard shoots out and tries to stab Billium almost like an instinctual punchback, almost. (laughs) But luckily, Billiam is able to get out of the way. Yep. And then with his flyby, he just leaves and (laughs) flies around at the top of the room. It is now initiative count 20. Once again, you see Vakri racked in pain. Now, it is the eyeball creature's turn. Seeing you try to connect with Vakri, is going to shoot two eye lasers at you. It says, no! No! It is mine. You are mine. They will be mine. You cannot take it. Two 19s on the die. <laughs> 17 points of necrotic damage. Zip out and strike Val. I followed him here, and I will use him, and I will use you, because you are mine, and I will take what I want. And now, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by A Foul Light Shines, a new free serial novel based on a D&D campaign. The Empire of Fire and Water has known 20 golden years of peace since the end of Agenion's War. A peace which is now in peril. When a ragtag group of friends intervene in a grotesque monster attack, they're too late to save a wounded man who leaves them with an encrypted journal and the words... Trust no one, Tair. Can the gang find Tair, escape the claws of more strange monsters, and uncover the lurking threat to the Empire before it's too late? This story features themes of found family and strength in diversity, and is available for free on Campfire and Royal Road. A foul light shines. Come for the fantasy. Stay for the cheese-obsessed goblin gunslinger.
2: Hi everyone, David here with The Midroll. We hope you've been enjoying the episode so far. If you want more of the Reckless Attack crew, come join the community on Discord. The link is in the show notes of the episode and on our website, recklessattack.com. If you want to support the show, head on over to Patreon where you can get access to our behind the screen talkback series as well as our new series, Reckless a Snack. Where we eat snacks and chat about the question of the day. As always, if you like the show, be sure to tell a friend about it too. Thanks so much for listening. And now, back to the episode.
1: Next up is the large, whom was on checkers. Mm-hmm. But he is a big and a dumb, and he is going to keep moving after checkers because of all the bookshelves in the way Uh it is knocking over bookshelves to try and get to you like it's kind of that weird side to side motion where you're in a swimming pool and your elbows are up (laughs) except knocking over whole bookshelves so Uh it's actually going to double move to get on you again
2: and one question too so i'm trying to get as
1: high up as i can is it still able to reach me are you going on walls? Because the only really high vertical spaces yeah. are kind of like the sides and walls and stuff.
2: I was imagining like there were like bookshelves along the walls that I could try to get to the top of.
1: No, so it okay. is just these like half length okay, walls. But if you can, again, if you can, you, you can climb. So yeah, you can is, get to the walls. Is there like, no problem. Oh, are there like sconces that I can like grab yeah, onto? Yeah, of course. Okay. I would love to try and do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it is because of how high it is, it can probably reach you right now but uh-huh. if you went higher like yeah. it does who knows if it has ranged attack sure. but probably being smacked by a big fist is the less yeah. prof- preferable option okay that is his turn now it's the other one's turn he comes doing a little amble over to Kaskrin Brightmane. okay and he's gonna do a big old smack upon you or he's gonna try to and just one of these big fists cocks back and just Haymaker tries to punch you Thirteen. That misses. Okay, good, because I rolled a 12 on a d12 for damage. But that is all it does. It runs up and just does one huge smack to try and punch you. Yeah. Uh, But is now up on you like the others.
2: Kaskrin, like, he doesn't have his hammer out. He's trying not to stay rooted to the spot. So he's, like, kind of ducking and weaving as best as he can. And he kind of shuffles around this creature to get a clear line of sight between him and the arcane circle Mm -hmm. at the back of the room. Yep. As he's moving, he picks up a piece of broken bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And I imagine it's almost like a axe shape. And so he, like, tomahawk throws it <laughs> into mm-hmm. the middle of the room. And as it reaches its apex, he's going to cast Catapult at level 2 and bring this shard of wood down against the circle. Awesome. Trying to do as much damage as he can. Okay. That is going to be 25 points of damage. Ooh, nice. Oh, boy. And there's just, like, this crackle of energy as this piece of wood impales itself against the stone on one of the like runes of this arcane circle.
1: And Val, you, because you're so close, you can tell now it is starting to destabilize. It is very close. Kaskrin, is there anything else you'd like to do?
2: As a reaction, I'm going to grant Valeska, a servant of the Citadel. That's my turn.
0: Val, hearing what the creature said... He is mine, mm-hmm. gets incensed by that, and calls forth her spirit guardians that are all Vakri. There's just dozens mm-hmm. of Vakris around her. As she casts it, says, Nothing will take him away from me again. So at the start of its turn, it'll take 3d8 radiant damage. Yep,
1: okay. That is the end of round two. I'm going to roll a d6 real quick. Okay. You guys have done significant damage to the circle, still containing Valkyrie, who is still writhing in pain, but also just something else. It's not just pain. There's something else there. Val has all of these spirits circling around her as she stares down at this strange creature and both Checkers and Kaskarin have one of these large, strange kind of bestial creatures bearing down on them. Kaskarin kind of face-to-face to one and Checkers climbing out of the reach of another as he tries to circle the room and stay away from it. Top of the order, Checkers. What do you do? So Mango's going to keep trying to break the circle.
2: Yep. And he is going to start, like, digging at some of yeah. the, the room. <laughs> no more punches? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he punches the stone repeatedly. <laughs> uh, uh. He's been training with self. Yeah. Gah, gah. <laughs> Stunning strength. <Yeah. laughs> 17 to hit. That hits. Yep. Seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Wow. As the frog fist connects with the stone. <laughs>
1: God, I wasn't planning to give your frogs any levels in any classes, but I mean, we'll see. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Who knows?
2: Billium is going to continue to fly around. He s- tries to smack into the side of the big one who is following checkers. 22 to hit. Absolutely. Nine points of bludgeoning damage. What does it look
1: like? When Billium 2, yeah. <laughs> the re <re-billiuming laughs> yeah. strikes, hits home.
2: Every <laughs> Electric <Billiam-oo. laughs> Um Billiam is really just flying around the top of this room crashing down into anything that he can and as this big creature is lumbering trying to latch onto checkers, I'm imagining it like almost jumping up to dry, try and yeah. grab checkers and Billiam just like comes underneath and like
1: whacks it in a leg and it tumbles over and falls on its back and as it does, it does something that may be familiar to you all, and starts shuddering after it hits the ground. And after just a moment, it starts collapsing in on itself. Oh no! <laughs> uh, and imploding <laughs> oh, until geez. its limbs start to disappear. It starts to disappear, and then there's a tiny mote of blue light, which then winks out of existence.
2: Checkers yells over to Velasca. Velasca, how's it going?
1: <laughs> Good. How are you? <laughs> yeah. The whole thing is yeah, staying yeah, in yeah, the entire yeah, boss.
2: Just yeah. get edited out. <laughs> how's Vakri doing? I mean, poorly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unleash all of your chaos now!
2: I already did. I that was my was turn. It. That was it. <laughs> Did you not see yeah. Williams back? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not see the frog fist? Yeah. He's I, I punching as hard as he can, Val. Because
0: um. <laughs> Mango's a goodness boy. Yeah. I know.
1: It's like it's just like when Val gets out her like melee weapon, you know it's serious. Yeah. And yeah. it's whenever Mango starts punching things, yeah. it's like guys. Do you not this see how is, hard oh. he's trying? This yeah. is no good. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I don't know if this is going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> As an action, Checkers is going to jump down from this sort of wall sconce that mm-hmm. he was holding on to and make his way over to the arcane circle. Mm-hmm. Checkers pulls out his thieves tools and tries to use them
1: to break the circle in some mm-hmm. way or just move things around so that it's weaker. Awesome. I'm imagining you're almost like you see a spot. And what this is is you kind of like weaving a hand just just enough so you're yeah. not like zapped by it and yeah. like <laughs> able to kind of just like rub out a little rune or yeah. something. Yeah, give me a roll. And we will treat that as damage.
2: I crit. Woo! I'm natural hey! 20. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. You now both see this is starting to destabilize and starting to just like get really intense Mm -hmm. and now you especially this close are feeling that coldness and that coldness that I described to Val but also the coldness that you felt from Val Mm -hmm. in the real world Mm. is what you're starting to feel especially as this kind of exploding okay anything else you'd like to do with your turn that's it Val it is the circle's turn roll me some damage roll good Valeska Carter
0: Never respond to that. I'll have you know.
1: That's good.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. 18. Uh, Val, couldn't have written it. <laughs> what does it look like as you destroy the magic circle?
0: I think what it looks like is Val is in the middle of all of these clones of Valkyrie. And she calmly walks into the circle, and with each step starting where Checkers moved the circle, it was like he opened a door. And she's able to walk into that circle with all of the Valkyries around her and... Grab the real Vakri's hand and pull him up to her side, and turn to face uh, the creature.
1: Do you reabsorb Valkyrie, or are you standing there with him?
0: I'm. She's standing there with him.
1: Val, you now feel back to yourself in a way that you especially did not feel now, but probably have not felt in weeks since Valkyrie has been gone. And Vakri, you can tell, is weak. He stands up, but he struggles to. He holds your hand, but weakly. But he stands alongside you. And you feel like you are home again. Like all of this is making sense again. You now have layer actions. Yeah. Hmm. On initiative count 20, you can now act. And I will go ahead, since you happen to break it on the layer action turn, go ahead and use the layer action if you'd like. Woo! For we are in your mind palace. Wow. All right, all right. Cool.
0: This is my house, bitches. <laughs> Val wants nothing but the worst for this
1: creature. Re- reasonable. Yeah. Reasonable and good, I would say.
0: So, Val is going to summon. Mechanically, one beast. Mm-hmm. Thematically, a swarm.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: And if you'll let me, I would like it to appear. It's your brain, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would like this swarm of creatures to be summoned above eyes and arms to like drop onto it. Yep. As there are these small, bright, white isopods.
1: Like a giant foot-long roly-poly. Why? <laughs> no,
0: so smaller, like like the size of your palm.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Bright white with ink black eyes.
2: Oh, jeez. That
0: drop <laughs> on to the top of eyes and arms. I don't have a better name for it. No, you. yeah. And Val summons Simothia Exquia.
1: It's worse. How is that name worse?
0: These creatures fall upon eyes and arms and immediately go and attack its eyes (laughs) as this creature's survival pattern is to become a parasitic eye of a creature by eating the creature's eye and replacing it.
2: It's no good. Yeah, why does Val do this? To yeah. Us? Roll, <laughs> uh, this is
0: based off a real creature that eats a fish's tongue and lives as a fish's
2: tongue.
1: Yeah, it's no good. It's very bad.
0: That doesn't
2: answer the question.
1: Of why does <laughs> love... Val do this? Because to she us. knows the horrors of nature.
2: Yeah. Again, you cast going to run us
1: all. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> Two eights again. That will be nineteen points of
1: damage. Ow! And this thing starts swirling in reaction, like eyes are rotating, arms are flailing, as if it's almost trying to knock them off, but doing so unsuccessfully. And you hear this high-pitched scream as it reacts to this, and it says, No! No! I will take him, just like we will take all the traitors, just like we will take all of you! It is going to take a shot at you. It's gonna take two shots at you. Who are are we kidding? Who are we kidding? That's another 19 on the die, and just a 2 on the other die. 12 more points of damage, of necrotic damage to you.
2: So some of that gets blocked by a like golden mannequin holding a kite shield that appears in front of you for a brief instant and takes the brunt of some of the necrotic damage. So you only take 6 points of damage.
1: When that happens, the creature yells out, Oh, we have more enemies in our midst! disgusting. I didn't know that when I came here, I'd be fighting another member of the Eternal Citadel. That will make taking you all the better. Another? <laughs> uh, as a bonus action. <laughs> but wait, though. Yeah, wait, hold hold on a minute. It turns its attention as it can with as many eyes and, and arms as it has towards Kaskrin.
0: Can I note that it has less eyes?
1: Oh, yes, uh, and they have been poked out <laughs> yeah. and are squinting a little bit. Make me A constitution saving throw, please. Nine. That's a failure. That it is. You take eight points of damage, and it heals. Oh, did you roll a concentration check?
0: I did not. Fuck. I don't think I make it. Spirit Guardians drops.
1: Okay. What happens is the first beam hits you, and you stagger... And try to keep your focus and it's starting to wail. And then a second one comes and you can feel Vakri's hand kind of tighten mm-hmm. as he not so much steps in front of the second one, but almost holds his hand out as he helps redirect the second one. It is now the remaining large things turn. It is going to do one big wail upon the Kaskarin Bright Yep. 18 on the die. Hits. 15 points of damage. Ouch. I take a little bit less, but not by much. And it's bludgeoning damage, in case that is useful. Gotcha. That is its turn. Kaskrin, your rebuttal, sir.
2: Oh, boy. So Kaskrin wants to get some answers, but first there's a big guy right in front of him that he's got to take care of. (laughs) He's going to cast Stone Fist again, and... Punches the <laughs> monstrosity mm-hmm. in the chest. Twenty-four to hit.
1: Oh oh boy, does it?
2: Sixteen points of damage. oh
1: that is a hefty blow. This thing immediately starts reeling. I just I'm just imagining
2: Cascran is like Batman just like punching answer me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you haven't talked about <laughs> you! You speak!
2: That is his turn. I don't think there's anything else you can do to help.
1: Valeska Carter, you are staring down this creature, and it is trying to stare back with a dwindling number of eyes. What would you like to do?
0: Thou will, as a bonus action, cast Spiritual Weapon above eyes and arms and
1: thank god that steve isn't here but also unfortunately maybe we need steve maybe we did i don't know but then it's just gonna be fucking i don't know great moogly moogly or some shit my just horrible creature is gonna have a dump. oh he's fun and cute let's rhyme his name fuck you (laughs) go ahead
0: Um, (laughs) i summon a giant ice spot
2: oh but why? <laughs> Casting because what?
0: Because spiritual
2: weapon. God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. What does what this why? one look like?
0: It's a giant. It's the same thing. It's just, just bigger.
1: bigger. Oh. And it goes okay.
0: to go eat the eyes.
1: <laughs> we, I think we genuinely might need a content warning for yeah. this episode. The delicious squishy
2: eyeballs. I'm not even, uh, I'm not even <laughs>
1: kidding.
0: This is what happens when you come for Val's. Mockery. I don't know exactly.
2: Just from now until the rest of time. Content warning. Body horror. Yeah. yeah I think it's content warning,
1: like uh, poking 15 eyes. Like. to hit? <laughs> yes, it hits.
0: 12 points of damage. Uh, it's not looking good. It's an action. Casting sacred flame at it to start burning its arms.
1: 14. Yes! Thought that might be good news.
0: 8 points of damage. Hey Val. Yeah.
1: What does it look like? Wow. Jeez. <laughs> when you destroy this creature.
0: Val having set a swarm of ice pods on to iceon. Knowing she used her mind to cause it as much harm as possible. She sets forth sacred flame to hopefully Burn it all away and protect
1: Vakri. This all hits this creature and it is still glowing with some of that blue, light blue energy. And it is it reacts in the same way that billium one did <laughs> <laughs> billium <laughs> and and starts to be disintegrated or undone in a way. No, 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 we, have so much to, no, there's so much to do, so much I want! And it collapses into its single mode of light before winking out of existence.
0: Val will start with Vakri holding her hand, move towards the last remaining creature.
1: I'm gonna go slightly out of order. Val? I'm going to let you do your lair action before checkers. Yay. It is her mind palace after all. I mean, you gotta. As long as you know summon more isopods, like I'm
2: good. Yeah. I can't yeah. repeat them twice in a
0: row. Oh, but I can fill their mind with too much information about isopods. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. You, you still have so many
1: isopod options now that that's fucking on the table, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Val, as her lair action, will shift the room. So remember, we're in like a big hallway and there's presumably a room to the right and left of this one. So between the creature and the rest of us, you just see a cross section of the room, like probably 10 feet shift. So the room to the right is now where the library was and the bookshelves have disappeared. And in its place is what... I imagine the Hufflepuff common room looks like. Got it. Where it's just actually like a disorientingly cozy atmosphere has just appeared
1: in this (laughs) Mm -hmm. room. Everyone gets plus two to AC Uh, for the next round. Oh yeah. Checkers.
2: Alright, well, uh, Empowered Billium crashes into the last big guy. Checkers. Mm -hmm. How would you like to kill this creature? Yeah. (laughs) So, the way I'm thinking is, as Casgrin like, turns around and just punches this guy as hard as he can with his big stone fist, Billiam comes around from the back, and the two of them almost impact at the same time, (laughs) leaving this (laughs) creature with nowhere to go, and it just, like, condenses and collapses under their combined force. Yes,
1: and similarly is just kind of crunched and crunched and crunched until a mode of light remains, which then snaps out. And then... Billiam gives Casco a high five high five <laughs> <laughs> Tongue
2: five wait no he
0: has like the tiny little yeah, he has he's got tiny digits he like
2: wiggles the stub at you and then you you pick up what he's putting yeah, down yeah, yeah. and you like high five
1: him. there's a slow motion high five on one side of the room I
0: just imagine because Billiam's a sphere he just like he flies into Cass's hand where Billiam's hand is but cast just like it's like he like Palms of basketball. The
1: <laughs> on one side, there is a froggy high five. On another corner of the room, there is this kind of newly cozy area. And on the other is Valkyrie and Val. And Checkers is in there somewhere. <laughs> you first feel it, Val. But soon everyone in the room does. It feels like you're waking up. Whatever that means for someone who doesn't really dream and someone who doesn't really just kind of slip in and out of consciousness, you get that sensation where it is time to wake up. Vakri turns to you and he gives you a hug. Then kind of steps back a bit and kind of holds you by the shoulders comfortingly. He slides his hand down to one of yours and he presses something into it. And he says... Thank you. I have so much to tell you. I need to rest. But when you return... Look through this... And I will show you.
0: Val's just like nodding and as he has one of her hands in hers... She takes her other hand and takes his elbow and guides him into one of the comfy chairs that has mysteriously appeared and just tells him, rest and I'll see you later. And then turns to Cast and Trekkers and like gathers them up and gives them a hug, but like the hug where she's like kind of unintentionally like headlocking both of them, just like (laughs) I would like to imagine that Mango and Billium are also in here. Of I course, the groupest of group I hugs. feel like Billium just, like, hops on our heads, and yeah. Mango then just, like, absorbs us. Yes. Yeah.
2: Mango's specifically, like, behind and just like... <laughs> this is fine. And you
1: all wake up. And it is that sensation for all of you. It is not that strange slipping feel that you felt on the way in. It is just like you're waking up. The rain is still driving, the fortunate is still standing watch over you, and Val looks down in her hand and sees a small magnifying glass. And that is where we will end this week's episode, everyone. Hooray! We made
0: it. Isopods! Isopods boo boo For those of you who skipped to the end, here's a recap of the episode. Kaskrin and Checkers charge through the door into an unused room meant to store Val's dreams. Inside, the pair of heroes finds Valeska trapped in an arcane circle and come face to face with a horrendous creature made of eyes and arms. Vakri charges the circle, pulling Valeska out of the way but trapping himself inside. The creature made of eyes and arms commands his minions to ensnare our heroes in the circle, citing the need for more fuel for the glorious war to come. Combat ensues and the party fights furiously to free Vakri. A few well-placed spells later and some cunning use of thieves tools, Vakri is freed at the last moment. Valeska deals the killing blow to eyes and arms And our heroes leave the mind palace, worse for wear, but triumphant. That's it for this episode. We'll see you next week.